How are we feeling today, YFTers? Feeling good? Feeling loose? Feeling limber? Do a quick stretch. Get ready for the day. Do you remember that in school, like in preschool or kindergarten or first grade, where like you would stretch in the morning? Or was that just like where I went to school? Like I remember preschool and kindergarten, we'd take naps. There was nap times. You have like your own little nap blanket that you'd sleep on i mean it's got to be a terrifying sight if you don't know that it's nap time when you come into that room you know like you're just like taking a tour of a school and like you walk into a room and there's just 30 kids all sleeping and you're like is this a cult did everyone drink the kool-aid is Haley bop comic coming back no it's just nap time wells oh great grand wonderful but also this is crazy we have nap time for kids what's that about how to go get some blood today <clears throat> It was like a donation thing, which I should do, though. But anyway, so I went and gave, gave some blood today at the labs to do a panel. I definitely ate this morning, and they were like, did you eat in the last 12 hours? And I definitely did. I had like an avocado beforehand. Does that ruin the entire test? Does the avocado throw everything off? Or is like the no eating thing so you don't faint for giving blood? Because I had just eaten, and I went over there. So it was like just in my stomach. So I don't even know if my stomach really started to absorb all the nutrients. You know, so I'm not even sure it's even going to show up on the blood panel. I don't know. I forgot. But also, scientists, figure it out, all right? We're humans. We got to eat all the time. You can't be saying 12 hours. 12 hours I can't eat. What? But you can drink coffee. Coffee fucks up my fucking world much more than an avocado does. Avocado's good fat. Coffee's a drug, son. You're bouncing off the walls. All right, let's call the brand. Bing bong boom. Bing, bang, boom. What's up? How you doing? You st- are you still hungover from uh, a few days ago? No, or? no, but that was a bad hangover. I could hear it in your voice. Yeah, you could. It, my, my voice, uh-huh. was, it, was, it was rough. You were struggling. I was on the struggle bus. And for those of the YFTers out there that, that don't follow me on Instagram, what the fuck? But um, <laughs> I had a two sandwich hangover. Right. Where I was so hungover that I just ordered two sandwiches because we were going to need it. Mm-hmm. To survive. Yeah. And I did. I door dashed both those bitches over and I ate them slowly throughout the day and it brought me back to life. Well, I'm happy for you. Yeah, but I got wasty faced. So much so that like it was enough to not want to drink for the rest of the week. Wow. What the rest of the week? Wow. <laughs> well, that's tough. As someone who's a social drinker. Yeah, I yeah. feel yeah, kinda. Honestly, you might be wanting to build up some uh, tolerance for the wedding weekend. I know. I know. I think I'm gonna fake drink on the wedding weekend. Smart. I know. I think I'm gonna fake drink. It's not a bad idea. Just a lot of like sodi waters with lime, and just ever have everyone think that I am uh, I'm a boozin. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know you're right though. I do need to get ready. <laughs> get ready for it. Got to start doing like calisthenics with my liver to get ready. Yeah. Are you getting ready? I probably should be. I had one margarita last week and I was woof, litty kitty. Ooh, sheesh, litty kitty. Sheesh, litty kitty. Well, there's gonna be some single men at this thing, and I really hope that you find love at my wedding. Are there? I mean, I think so. Because when I when we talked about this before, you acted like. Mm, I feel like everyone's paired up. Yeah, I mean, they kind of are, but then they kind of aren't, you know? I mean, yeah. We'll see. Commitment means nothing these days, so. It's nothing. Have you watched (laughs) The Bachelor? Is anyone even together anymore from that show? (laughs) 
I don't think so. Now, Bachelor in Paradise, different story. Speaking of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, we got to talk about that in, in a little bit. Have to. Yeah. You got anything else going on right now? Oh, my God. I went to WWE SummerSlam last weekend, so we'll definitely talk about that. The Music City Grand Prix is this weekend. Big NASCAR race in town. Just, you know, a lot of events going on that I mean, I'm that I'm going to. You're going to a lot of redneck shit. Well, that's what happens when you live in Nashville, yeah. Tennessee. Those are the options. No, no. There is some class in Nashville. But like what? Going to the Skirmerhorn Symphony Center. Could you really see me there? <laughs> no. But you're going to WWE SmackDown, NASCAR. Uh, you going to a tractor I, pool next? Honestly, maybe. <laughs> I did go to the rodeo this year, too, which was, woof, that was a sight. Yeah, rodeos can be fun. Yeah. You know what are really fun? County fairs. Are they fun at, at really anymore? I don't know. I just have nostalgia of, like, I remember having so much fun at the county fair. Yeah, I feel like as an adult, they're not as fun. Maybe so. But like, I don't know, if you take like an edible or something, you walk around there, go on the Gravitron. Yeah, that would be the key there is that edible. Yeah, I think that's what you got to uh-huh. do. Get a turkey leg, you know, eat some uh-huh. bacon wrapped hot dogs. Oh, yeah. Diet starts tomorrow. I'm a big fan of uh, Mule Day myself. Mule Day here. What's Mule Day? Oh, it's literally a day where people bring their mules and mules do races and shows and competitions and people ride mules and people show off their mules and who has the prettiest mule and they sell mule things and souvenirs and it's pretty what? redneck, but it's really fun. What the fuck happened to Nashville since I left? Has it like reverted <laughs> back to the turn. 1700s? It's taken a turn. Are people just marrying their cousins and shit over there now? What's happening? I wouldn't be shocked. Jeez Louise, tractor pools, mule day? Mule day, yeah. Mule day. You know what's funny is that I, I'm friends with a guy whose wife uh, <laughs> was the mule day queen. Now and... see? <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> That's the worst fucking name for something. You're the mule day queen? What does that mean? Are you the queen of the mules? <laughs> do, they, yes. do they heed your demands? Do they bow down at your feet? Hail, Megan Scott, the Mule Day Queen. Here she comes. She's beautiful. <laughs> Oof. Honestly, if I'd known that was a thing, I would have tried out for that. You can still be the Mule Day Queen. I I guarantee you the <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you the acceptance qualifications are not that strict. Not that strict. Thirty five and my aspirations is to be Mule Day Queen. I mean, 2023 can can you just do that first for fun can you like go just sign up for just content for fun? yeah just for content just to, yeah it, j- and if nothing else just to get denied from being the mule day queen <laughs> you have so much faith in me there probably is some age restrictions after reviewing your application we have to deny you uh, to be considered a, a mule day queen and then we start a fucking fire sale social media storm against the Mule Day Committee and what they're doing and the blatant ageism that's happening with the Mule Day Queen celebration. <laughs> All right? This is 2022. We can't accept it. No. No. All right. I'm going to go for it. I would love that more than anything, I think, right now. <laughs> All right, let's let's start the show. Let's talk about the Bachelorette here in a second, because okay, 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 I got thoughts. Okay, sounds good. I think it's you. All right, bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and the future Mule Day Queen. <laughs> That's right. 
That's right, y'all. Add it to my Raya profile. <laughs> Mule Day Queen. I might uh, need to move over to Farmers Only for that one, though. I want to go to your IMDb page and see Mule Day Queen <laughs> on that. <laughs> Not sure that qualifies for an IMDb credit, but we'll give it a go. Yeah, you're fine. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash style and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at BowlAndBranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Oh, speaking of, we're going to drop the trailer for Best in Dough, my new Hulu show. Ooh. And I saw it. It's so good. It's so, exciting. So cute. So excited for that. But The Bachelorette, we did poll the YFTers out there, and it was kind of, I guess the number was more surprising than I thought. I thought it would be kind of down the really? middle. I thought it would be kind of down the middle, people being like, uh, take it or leave it or whatever, or like talk about The Bachelor. But it was it was a lot of people wanting more Batch talk, so got to give the people what they want. Yeah, I figured that. I did too, actually. I know. I think it's everyone's like guilty pleasure, and now we're in it and we can't get out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> And listen, if you're one of those people that don't like Batch Talk, I usually edit this show that we're done by the 20-minute mark. So if you just want to skip ahead 20 minutes, it's usually where we're done with that. Yeah, that's nice of you to let them know that. Yeah, I, I sh probably should be more upfront with my editing processes. Because there <laughs> are, I got, we hit things that I, I don't even think that you realize we do. Oh, I definitely don't because I don't listen back. Yeah. Remember? So, like, I always try to have, the, like, we should shut the show part happen around 10 minutes mm -hmm. because we have we have an ad that goes there, okay. and that's where the ad wants to be. Uh -huh. And ah. then generally, if we have a, a middle section, it's usually in another 10 minutes, that 20-minute that twenty minute section, which is we're done with the batch. And then we get into, you got any faith, you got any faith things, bro? That's usually how this show goes. <laughs> so, you're saying we actually do have a format, and well, I just You just don't, don't know. know. You just don't know. <laughs> I'm just driving this ship through the night, and you have no idea where we're going, but you just trust no me. The Mule Day Queen trusts me. I do, and you know what? I don't trust a lot of people. I'm a control freak, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. That, that means a lot. You should really feel good about that. I am proud of that. It makes me yeah. happy. That's good. Uh, what doesn't make me happy is The Bachelorette right now. Oh. Okay, I'm going to say something that I might edit out, but... Don't do that. Just say it. I don't know if I like anybody on this show. Oh. <laughs> okay. What I mean by that is that, like, you guys all know that I love villains because they're TV makers. 
Shanae's of the world. I'm like, remember, I was like, keep Shanae on there. Oh, yeah. Like, this show's going to suck if Shanae leaves. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And there is no Shanae. There's no, there's nothing. It's like all vanilla. Even Hayden, I'm like, okay, you're a bad villain, guy. You're right. There hasn't been a good villain at all. No. There hasn't. Here's what I think. I just think the two Bachelorettes thing, they can't ever do this again, first of all. We don't even really get to see what's going on. Like, for instance, Gabby's date this week, her group date, the, like, boxing or whatever, the fighting. I have thoughts. Like, we didn't even, they didn't even show anybody doing anything. You didn't get to see anyone's personality. You didn't get to see any drama. You didn't get to see any anything because the whole time they were talking about how Rachel was crying because she's not getting any attention. But it's not her date. She shouldn't have even been there. And it was Gabby's date. date. Like, we separated them for a reason. We wanted them to have their own journeys for a reason. And I get it. They think this is going to make drama and it's going to you know, be good TV or whatever because she's going to... The jealousy and all that. It's honestly backfiring on them. Yeah, it's making Rachel cry because... How like girls just you I, you can't help but compare you, you know like what you've got going on to like what she's got going on it's like a football just getting tossed back and forth like every episode one girl's pumped and one girl's crying and one girl's you know having a great time and one girl's you know questioning everything and it's just like they just every other episode. Well, now it seems like it's just Rachel not having a good time. Yeah, but it was Gabby for a second. What annoyed me about that date was like Rachel, this isn't about you. Why are you making this about you? This is this is Gabby's group date. If I was Gabby, I'd have been like, can we get the other girl out of here? I want this everyone to focus on me. What are we doing here? Yeah. I think the problem is, is that it's like, what is it? Are they like championing each other and girl power, whatever? Or are they in competition with one another? Because I don't know what it is. I, think, I don't think they know. I think that they want it to be the former, yes. but it's really the latter. I know. If I learned anything from attending the WWE SummerSlam mm-hmm. a few nights ago. Yeah. It is that when you have a group of men at any type of sporting event whatsoever, Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's a fucking backyard putt-putt game or if it's the Stanley Cup playoffs, men at a sporting event care about one thing only, and it is that fucking sport. They are tunnel vision, one-track mind. They're just so simple-minded. It's just sports! Sports are live! Sports! Like, those dudes are so into this fucking fight, and their friends are fighting each other, and it's it's physical, and it's a sport, and love sports are life. Like, they're not even thinking that this is about Rachel, because it's Gabby's date, too. Like, when she came and confronted them after that day, Rachel... None of those guys had any fucking clue. They no. were no. They were all so shocked. Like they just had no idea. Maybe as if I was a producer on the show, that's what I would have said to, to Rachel: is like, first of all, this isn't your date, so like you shouldn't be acting this way and like trying to take the spotlight away from Gabby. Secondly, you guys are audience members in this setting. Rachel, your guys are there just to be audience members and clap and scream and whatever. They're not really there to like go and start wooing you and like talking to you because you know why it's not your date i'm sure all the guys are like they've now figured out how this thing's working like how this production's moving along and they're like well we can't go talk to the girl because this is gabby's thing and we got all focus on the guys you know yeah like that was my first thought is those guys probably don't even think that's allowed you know what i mean for them to like walk over there and sit next to her like if i was on a set i wouldn't think i was allowed to do that 
Well, yeah, and like if I was Rachel, I would probably say like if someone came over, I'd be like, "This is really cute, but go back over there because like this isn't about us; it's about Gabby and like her guys right now. Play mm -hmm. it cool or whatever." For whatever reason, that like really annoyed me. It like really rubbed me the wrong way. It wasn't great. The whole situation. This is what happens in Paradise too: is I get a sad bastard at my bar, and then they just sit there at the bar, and then they and they're just like always crying and sad, mm -hmm. and like their sadness mm -hmm. like begets more sadness, like it becomes snowballed. And I feel like that's where Rachel is right now. She's like not allowing herself to get out of this sadness. Yeah. And what's so crazy to me is I think she has way better connections than Gabby does. Yeah. Like if she would take two seconds to stop complaining and whining and being insecure, she's got like three solid phenomenal connections with guys that seem really great and really into her. I and know. I don't think I can say that for Gabby. Dude, but Logan is going to fucking ruin. <laughs> I know he is, and that's Ruined so it. fucking annoying. But, like, if I were her, I wouldn't give a fuck about Logan because yeah. she's got Tino, she's got Zach, and now she's got Tyler, who are all super attractive, mm -hmm. super obsessed with her, and she has a great time with all of them. Who gives a fuck about Logan? Let him go be with Gabby. Honestly, Gabby needs a few other great guys because I don't think Gabby has very great guys. Also, we get it. Jesse, you can speak French. Dude, okay. who, kn who knew? <laughs> uh, like, like, it's one thing to know a little French. It's a whole other thing to, like, use the, the dialect, the... I can't even do what it. What are you talking about? He's Canadian. Of course he knows French. I mean, I guess, but like he just sounds like such like a typical like French Canadian white American guy. Yeah. And I, like, he, I know he's Canadian, but like he doesn't, he just sounds like I, I, very, it's very unassuming. I, I just like was floored that he had not just the lingo down, but like the dialect. I know. He's good at it. I make the joke of like, we get it. You can speak French, but, and I say that out of jealousy, really. Like I, well, like, yeah. I, mean, I kind of wish I could do that. I mean, no wonder he bagged that hottie because seriously, <laughs> my boys over here just fucking pepper the pewing it up, you know. <laughs> uh, okay, so too good. so can we just talk about Hayden for a second? <laughs> God, Hayden. I first of all, you're a liar. If you say those things, you gotta fucking own it, because my boy, they're gonna replay <laughs> when you called them bitches. <laughs> He was like, unequivocally, did not say those things. And Rachel's like, fuck, I don't know what to think, man. Like, really? <laughs> I can't wait for them to play that back, the men tell all. Because my, you know what? It's, it, it, just, it pisses me off so bad because I hate liars. But it's honestly so entertaining to watch someone sit there mm -hmm. and watch themselves say, I did not do that. And then watch the replay of when they did said thing. Yeah. And then still continue to say, I did not do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, he'll double down. What? He'll be like, oh, I'll talk about something else, you know, or whatever. Like, uh, what? How? The, I don't get it's It's mind-blowing, but it's also so entertaining. The dog cancer story. Here's the thing. Do you love your dog, Hayden? Because let me tell you something. If Carl the Bloodhound had fucking brain <laughs> cancer, you best believe I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going on some TV show. Just, hey, listen. No, I know. Can we wait until next season? My dog's dying of cancer right now, and I kind of want to focus on that. Sure, great. You know, focus on that. But he's out here traveling around, going to France with Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> it's a sad story, and I think it a lot is. of us can relate. And if it's true, uh, it makes me so sad, but yeah. I'm with you. I would have judged him so hard for even being there. I know. I love the miscommunication where she goes and pulls him after she after Meatball tells oh, yeah. her everything. And she's like, do you know, do you know what I want to talk to you about? And he's like... <laughs> I guess about my dog having cancer and like you not caring about it. 
She's like, what? No. He's like, wait, what? What are you talking about? Wait, what are you talking about? It was such a perfect miscommunication thing. And then at the end, God, I wish I was the producer that was where he got him to be crying and be like, I love Rambo. <laughs> I love Rambo. And Rambo loves me. It's insane. Because of, you know, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why it's funny. I mean, it's not it's funny. It's funny, and I, and I hope but okay, that guy. Yeah. I have a question, though. What happens if you get dumped while the ship is at sail? <laughs> is it ever really at sail, or are they just floating around a bay so it looks like they're at sail? We're just stuck in Paris. <laughs> and they, we're not even in the cool part of Paris. We're on a boat. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like, so do you have to like go down to like the poop deck or the Lido deck and just like hang out? Like, (laughs) is there like a purgatory for the guys? Uh, I don't think they're going far enough to matter. You know what? You know what I want to see? I want to see one of them have to swim back to shore. Yeah. Or like get in a dinghy. I want to see the next guy that gets sent home have to walk the plank Mm -hmm. (laughs) and have to swim all the way back. That would be great, actually. The plank thing is a good idea. It's genius. Yeah. I really was not in love with this last episode. Yeah. I think I can be honest about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is that enough uh, batch talk? I think so. Okay. I think so. You got some faith things, bro, or what? I actually don't know if I do. No? All right. I'm, I'm, I watched, uh, I actually had 10 minutes left and, and didn't watch the end of it because I was falling asleep and I didn't want to miss it. But I was catching up on Blackbird last night. Yeah. And you know, you said your theory is that like the brother is the one doing all this shit. Yeah. I just don't know because this guy is a fucking creep. I know. Larry. Have you gotten to the scene where Larry, and I said this before I even saw this episode, but there's a scene where Larry goes and talks with his brother, Greg. Yeah, I saw that. And he it keeps on asking. He's like, what was her name? What was her name? And like, he's like, don't yeah, worry so about I that. I do remember that. And then he like, remember the name and- so they're in cahoots, I'm telling you. I think he has something to do with it, but I definitely do not think this Larry guy's innocent. I think that they're both doing it. You do. You think they're both. I thought you were thinking like the brother was doing it and Larry was taking the fall for him. No, I think that his brother is super smart and using Larry, who's right, not as sharp as his... Scapegoat? <laughs> yeah. I could see that. But like, man, some of these things Larry is saying to our homeboy Jimmy... I know. Are just so fucking disturbing. It's a good show, man. If you guys haven't started watching Blackboard, get on it. It is one of the better shows I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. Agreed. I did finish the newest season of Virgin River, which I know you're not watching because it is a girly type show. Yeah. But someone tweeted something at me that was a really great point. I think it was a tweet. Maybe it was an Instagram DM. I don't know. But somebody said, all right, we've seen four seasons of Charmaine being pregnant, she has not popped yet. Like four whole seasons of this chick being pregnant. And you know what? You're so right. And I didn't even think about it that way. Like, wh- like what's the timeline on this show? Because <laughs> it seems like everyone else's like life is mo- moving very quickly. And Charmaine's just been pregnant the whole time. Huh. So uh, whoever sent me that message, great point. I did. Yeah, that needs to, somebody needs to do, do better with her story. Because I'm sick of that shit. Do better. Do better. Have you heard of the resort? No. It's on Peacock. Peacock's coming out with some fire these days, by the way. Is Peacock popping off? Peacock is popping the fuck off. Okay. You would love this because it's a whodunit. Ooh. It's Kristen Milioti. She was in Palm Springs. 
she's in a mm-hmm. lot of stuff and an actress that I know you like. It's her and then William Jackson Harper, who was in The Good Place. They're uh, a couple who goes on a vacation and then they kind of stumble across this mystery. Here's the tag. Exploring love and the weird things we do in the name of it, encased in an elaborate true crime conspiracy. The resort. It's about time. That's a terrible tag, by the way. Horrible. These two characters, who are Emma and Noah, they go to Mexico. They go to Tulum for like their 10 year anniversary or something like that. And their relationship's a little bit like on the rocks or whatnot. You're not really sure if they're built to last, but they go um, ATVing, you know, as you do in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And Emma's character like crashes, like goes off the road and crashes cracks her head open or whatever and when she comes to she finds an old cell phone like an old razor cell phone so then she goes and finds another old cell phone to be able to put like the sim card in and she starts on like figuring out who it was and then she starts googling it and you know it was like 10 years prior this kid named sam came to mexico with his with his parents and his girlfriend who's actually played by debbie ryan who's one one of sierra's good friends Mm-hmm. And so 10 years prior, this kid, Sam, like goes missing with this other woman who like they're not connected. And then there's this huge like once in a generation hurricane that comes through and like wipes out everything. And then another a, a dead body washed up on shore. But it's not either Sam or this other girl, Violet. No one knows what happened. And so now Emma has this phone and she's now going through all the clues and everything. And they haven't they haven't kind of like alerted the police yet. And they're kind of doing it themselves. And it's very good. It's very wow. whodunit. You'd love it. Um, Sounds great. Yeah. The resort on Peacock. The resort. It's the people who created Palm Springs and Mr. Robot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I have such an amazing story. Oh. (sighs) Okay. So I was on one of my, one of my daily runs as I do. Mm -hmm. Trying to tighten it up Mm. for the weds. Right. So I'm about a mile in running down the street and on the sidewalk, I see a set of keys. It's a car key and a house key. And I'm like, man, this is Mm. important. The good Samaritan must come through. Mm -hmm. So a little sweaty, shirts off, you know, glistening in the sun. And so where the key was dropped, there was a house right there. So I was like, maybe this is the house. So I go up to the house, bing bong. Nothing. I'm sitting there like holding the key, being like, all right, what's going to happen? Like, what do you do here? All right, bing, bing bong, nothing. I'm like, okay, well, one last try. So then I knock on the door. Finally, this woman walks up. It's like one of those kind of glass, you can see through the, through the door. And she's like, can I help you? And she's got kind of like this like crazy blood eye, you know? Like she oh. like, like, looked like she had thrown up too hard and like b- broken a blood vessel in her eye, you know? But anyways, I'm not here to judge. You're here to be a hero. Hey, I was running and I saw these keys. Are they yours? And she goes, yes. And so through the door, she goes, just drop them right there. Drop them right there. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, bitch, you can't fucking open the door. Fucking take these keys for me. Like I'm I'm being the good guy. And she drop them right there. All right. So I do the thing where like, instead of put them down, Almost like oh when boy. you drop the mic, you know, you're like, uh-huh. put, put it out and then you let it go while keeping <laughs> eye contact and saying, okay. <laughs> and in my mind, what I'm saying is, bitch, I'm fucking helping you out. This is not neighborly at all. So then I start walking away thinking, fuck this, fuck this woman. And she goes, by the way, I can't come outside. We have COVID in here. Oh, shit. 
What? Yeah, I was like, great. Yeah, you stay over there. Now I feel kind of bad, you know, like that I dropped uh-huh. him the way I did. And she goes, you know what you better do? You should go wash your hands right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck, I'm like, I'm a mile away from home. I can't go in their house to wash my hands. They don't have any uh-huh. sanitizer just out. So then I got to run a mile back. And now I can't touch anything. And you know, when you oh. can't touch anything, you want to touch everything. Everything oh, yeah. itches. So I'm running like a crazy person with my hands out like this. I got my AirPods in. And you know, they are, they're always kind of slipping out. So I'm having to use like, oh, yeah. my shoulder to like keep it up. Fucking, oh God, I'm losing it. If, if it drops out, I can't pick it up. You know, can't touch it then. Uh-huh. I get home, go in the house, wash my hands like I'm about to do fucking surgery. Elbow deep, just like, just sudsing up. And Sarah's like working out. And I tell her story. And I was like, oh my God. And she's like, did you wash all the surfaces of which you've touched? Fuck, all the surfaces. What did I touch? And I got the gate door, I got the house door, all this stuff. And she goes, oh, and then we've also got this guy, Luis, who's gem of a man who's like painting our bedroom. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you need to go tell Luis to go wash his hands. Luis doesn't speak a whole lot of English, okay? So, okay. So I go and I'm like, Luis! And he's like, yes, Mr. Wells? And I'm like, you gotta wash your hands, man. I just touched some keys that got COVID in. And he goes, I touched nothing. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I know you might have touched the the door handle that you gotta go wash your hands. He goes, I touched nothing. And I'm like, no, just go wash your hands. And he goes, no, 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 I'm I'm clean. Fuck, Luis, go wash your hands, bro. You might have COVID. And I know he's thinking, this crazy gringo over here is going. For sure. You know? So anyways, long story short, no good deed goes unpunished. You should never help anybody. That's bad advice. You see keys in the ground, let them stay there. there. Yeah. Maybe once we're through COVID and monkeypox, then Uh we can. The monkeypox thing is getting a little scary. It's It's getting out there, isn't it? It's getting a little scary. Have you seen what monkeypox looks like? Yeah, that's why I'm saying it's getting yeah. a little scary. Dude. God is like, hey, everyone, don't leave anymore. Don't. You can't go and do anything. You you did too much socializing. You need to stop. I guess so. Crazy I town, know. USA. Freaking wild. If there was ever a place to get COVID, it was at the WWE SummerSlam that I was just at. <laughs> did you see my boy, The Miz? The what? The Miz. Who's that? And who's you have a boy at WWE? The Miz. He was on Real World a long time ago, and now he's oh. The Miz, and he is a, like one of the big names. He always fights like Logan oh. Paul. Oh, I did see Logan Paul. Yeah, so did you see, then you saw The Miz. Oh, maybe. Okay, listen, there was a lot to take in at this thing. Yeah. I don't know one thing about wrestling. Not one. Not one thing about WWE, not wrestling. I don't know anything about MMA. I don't know anything about fighting. I don't know about anything about anything. The one thing that you I need to got... know about wrestling is that it's 100% real. Here's <laughs> wrestling might be real, but this was not. No. And okay, so I go into this like I know nothing, and you know they invite me to this event, and they really want me to go, and I'm thinking like I don't have anything better I can do, but I did, didn't have anything better to do, so I was like, you know what, I'll just go. And I thought it was no big deal, whatever. Show up, it's a very big deal. It's oh, at yeah. Nissan Stadium. It's packed. People have been there all day. They are dressed up. They're carrying belts. Uh, the entire Tennessee Titans football team is there, front row. And they're not just there. They're not just there. They're there and they're enthralled. They are acting like it, this is the highlight of their lives yeah. to see this show live. Dwight Howard sat next to me on my right with his kid. Like, he's there. He's got a belt on his shoulder. Big fan. Brian Kelly, you know, a good friend of mine, his wife, Brittany, are on my left. And like I'm like, all these people are coming out for this. Like, I am mind blown. And I was told before I got there that it's it's like fake. 
that it's like not real. Yeah. You know, so I, I did know that it was going to be a, mostly a show, but I didn't realize the level of theatrics. Oh, yeah. It's in like you're telling me that all these people, including <laughs> all of these very talented professional athletes, yeah. are so enthralled watching a sport that's not real, that it's the highest grossing sport in the States. They have the most TikTok followers of any other sports account. You're telling me that WWE, that is not real, is the biggest sport in the country. Yeah. That's the most American thing in the world, by the way. It's crazy. The most American thing in the world is our biggest sport isn't even a real one. It's not real. It's completely scripted and choreographed. I mean, they do get hurt or whatever. I mean, it, yeah, w- don't get w- me wrong. It looked very physical. Yeah, WWE... Is like wrestling, just like monster truck is like driving. It's oh yeah, kind, you're right. That's it's, a good analogy. It's kind of like that, but not really. Yeah, it's total it, theatrics, though. It's crazy, and these dudes are jumping up, oh, like they are pumped. Yeah, for stuff that's not that's not even real. Well, think about it. Some of our biggest actors right now were WWE people. It was, I mean, The Rock. I mean, yeah, The Rock. John Cena, the guy that's in Guardians of the Galaxy. It's crazy town. If you ever get a chance to go to one of these things, I've been highly to one. recommend. I've been to one. Highly recommend. When I, I was mean, a teenager. No, I know. And so my boy, The Miz, is like one of the main guys. I interviewed him on my other show a long time ago, and then we were the members of the same golf club. So I've hung out with him a bunch. Great guy. So funny. The Miz. It was hilarious. I got to say, I think... I think WWE might be the theme for my Halloween this year. Ooh, all right. Right? It's like a pretty good one. Who are you going to be? I don't know yet, but I almost thought it'd be more fun because like, I, I have this crew of friends. We just all, we do every Halloween together or whatever. Like if I play gig, they come. Last year we did Space Jam. This year I was like, oh, we should do WWE. And I almost think it'd be more fun to just create my own character mm, yeah. than it would be to like be uh, one that already exists, right? Like I think that sounds kind of fun. Yeah. To create my like own WWE alter ego. You need a catchphrase. I need all the things. So if you guys have any ideas, character names, catchphrases, outfit inspo, send them my way. Well, I think you're the Mule Day Queen, for sure. <laughs> and I think your catchphrase needs to be, ee-haw, ee-haw. You're hilarious. <laughs> oh. Don't ever threaten me with a callback. It'll always Never. happen. Uh, that's so funny. Good times. Uh, let me ask you some. How do you feel about the replying to people's texts with the like quick reply, like the thumbs up, thumbs down, heart, oh. uh, exclamation point, ha ha. You know how there's the four things mm-hmm. that you can do? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the reply of that? It's very, very convenient, but is it come across as flippant? Like I don't have yes. time for you that I'm just going to use the thumbs up thing? Yeah, I think the thumbs up one bothers me the most. Yeah. I am guilty of using the heart a lot. Yeah. Uh, and the ha-ha. Mm-hmm. But the thumbs up really rubs me the wrong way. I know. I know. So what do the wire out there think? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Is that good uh, texting etiquette or is it a little pompous? I only think the thumbs down is warranted on like something that's funny. Like I'm trying to think of an example, but like. I don't think you should ever use the thumbs down to actually mean you dislike it. Yeah, okay. Okay, I understand. But what what if it's like, hey, be there in 20? 
thumbs up. Anytime that I think the thumbs up is like the correct response, I still heart it instead because the thumbs up, I just, I, I don't like it. Yeah, but heart is like something you love. Thumbs I up know, is like something I know, that's but good. To me, it's just like, oh, saw it. Okay, great. Love yeah. ya. Goodbye. Huh. All right. I just, I just, every time someone thumbs ups me, it just comes off cold. I don't know. Yeah, I know. That's that's why I was asking the question. Love to know what the Y of Tears out there think. The other thing that really bothers me, my manager does this a lot. He responds with KK instead of OK. <laughs> what is fucking KK? I don't even know what that is. I know what OK is, but I don't know what KK is. And you're just one K short of not a good K. Not a great. I think that's why people add the second one because like the first one just seems really. We're just scared of that letter. Yeah, it just seems very like <laughs> blunt. K. What about OK? I say OK. Yeah. But KK? What does KK mean? KK. KK. KK, KK means K, but I'm too. I just um people please, and I want you to like me, so I add a second K. If that's what it is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I finished Upgrade, Blake Crouch book. And. Not one of my favorites of his. Oh no. It's good though. It's very good. It's just not dark matter and it's just not recursion. Like those books like just floored me. I know. But they this were so good. But this one's cool. It has to do more with like gene manipulation. Okay. Than time travel or parallel universes and stuff. But it's good. And I can totally see it being a movie for sure. Ooh. All right. Yeah. But you know what? I didn't right. realize that he's got a lot of other books from like way yeah. back in the day. Mm-hmm. I'm about to go on a Blake Crouch excursion. Did you ever read the Wayward Pines trilogy? No. Oh, it's so good. It's. Did you watch the show? No. Oh, what? What is that? You're really missing out. Okay. So he um, wrote the Wayward Pines trilogy. I think the first one is called Wayward. I've read all of them, but then they turned it into a show for, I can't remember if it's FX, but somebody did a show, a couple seasons of it. Uh, and the show is good, but the books are so great. Mm. Highly recommend. I can't believe you haven't seen or read those. Well, I'm going to get on it. They're very good. By the way, so I saw a wife tier like message me or tweet me or whatever being like how have you not talked about challenge usa and that's a that's on me that's a that's a my bad because sarah <laughs> and i have been watching the challenge usa but here's the thing like I, at first i was a little adverse to it because it doesn't have the people that i need it doesn't have johnny bananas it doesn't have wes let's see i can't have feelings for new people all right like i have my challenge guys but i'll tell you what challenge usa is pretty great and there's a new guy named tyson who is from survivor who's oh. just beating the shit out of everybody and i love it and he like knows he's like a triathlete world-class cyclist he's wiry built like a string bean and he's just beating the shit out of everybody and he's and he knows he's better he's talking shit and i love him all right I, but i need wes and i need bananas in there but it's pretty good okay have you seen this on tiktok where it's called geo guessing where these guys will like look at a picture and be like oh yeah that's gonna be in siberia it's like a game where like they go i have not seen this you haven't seen this no it's like a whole thing and maybe my tiktok is just algorithms is weird but like these people it's like a whole community where like they'll see a picture and then they'll guess where it is in the world and they go up against people and whoever gets closer gets more points and all this stuff and these people are Mm -hmm. so good at it but also why why are you good at this? 
And how did you even get good at it? And how did it even become a thing? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't even make any sense. Like, where do you go to learn about this? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, that license plate means it's definitely in British Columbia. And you're like, what? The telephone poles, the writing on the telephone poles, you obviously know that's fucking chilly. And you're like, what? Why are you using your brain power on this? Go solve yeah. fucking cancer. Why do you know this? This is crazy town. That's wild. Geoguessing, dude. Mm-hmm. But also good for you. That's a, it's a talent, I suppose. It's, it's a just, talent, yeah. I just feel uh, like... While, while we're on the topic of TikTok, yeah. I would just like to say that Selena Gomez uh-huh. and Jenna Dewan Tatum recently did a TikTok video that I did months ago. Yeah. And I would just like to say that I was way ahead of the curve and they are late to the party. Well, the whole thing about TikTok is that you're just copying everybody else. I know, but like I copied way long time ago. I was like way ahead of it. Like you guys are late. Yeah, but if Jenna is involved, then that means they're probably their dancing is probably better. I don't know. It wasn't dancing. It was the. Do you guys think that men think? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, yeah, I, I saw you do that. But I saw someone else do that long before you did it. Well, I st- I took it directly from the original girl. Well, yeah, that's good. Because that's what you do. Yeah. But I did that two months ago, and now all of a sudden, you know, all these famous girls are doing it, and I'm like, I did it first. Yeah. Well, you should have. Well, I did a second. You should. Yeah, you did a second. You should ask Selena and Jenna if they wanted to do it with you. I, I don't know them. I know Jenna. You do. Mm-hmm. I thought mine was better. I danced with her once. Oh boy, here we go. It wasn't good. It was not a good. <laughs> it was not a good look for me. I'm not surprised. Yeah. So everyone knows this song. Sorry, I did do this on my Instagram, but I'm doing it now for the Y of Tears. Everyone knows this song. Great song. Who the Blowfish? Darius Rucker. One of their best songs ever. It's got 129 million streams on Spotify. We all know it. We all love it. Great song. Right? Mm-hmm. And I was listening to it the other day because I was like playing golf and I was listening to my 90s playlist, which by the way, 90s rock, fucking I'm old, but whatever. That that playlist <laughs> on Spotify slaps, bro. Slaps. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to... Sometimes you're crazy, then you wonder why. I'm such a baby cause the dolphins make me cry. That line right there always confused me. <laughs> I'm such a baby... Because the dolphins make me cry. Now, listen, I get it. Lyrics are just whatever sometimes, but mm-hmm. it's very confusing. I'm such a baby cause the dolphins make me cry. Like, did you go to SeaWorld one day, Darius Rucker, and, like, have a moment with a dolphin? That's what I think. That's what I think. I've always been like, are you like a big proponent of like saving the dolphins? Are are yeah. the dolphins in danger that I don't know about? Like, is there? Well, maybe they're just so magical it makes them get teary. The magic and and yeah. But I've always been like, that's such a fucking weird lyric. <laughs> so much so that I think about it, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, what could he be possibly fucking talking about here? Like, what happened to you at 13 at SeaWorld, Darius Rucker? I must know. And then I realized that he's from the South, and I think he's talking about the Miami Dolphins, the football team. It's a stretch. So for Pokemon 25, Post Malone recorded this song. I was going to tell you that. I listen to it a lot. You like it? I do. All right. 
And he's from Texas, so that makes sense. The Cowboys make him cry. That does make sense. Wow. So I cracked the code. I cracked that, it. You did. I'm impressed. Yeah. I know. I'm really impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I love Posty. He's the best. Speaking of music, do you have any music or what's going on there? Um, I don't think so. I've got some. What do you have? I've got some good stuff. This is a band called Thumposaurus, which great huh. band name. This is a song called Struttin'. I'm in love with Strut. And guess what? I'm in love with Strut. Day one. I'm in love with Strut. Day two. I mean, you know, I like that song. It's something. I like that song. It's something. A lot goes too. Um, and then the other one I heard that like, it's just so good that like, I, I heard this on my bachelor party and I, I'm sure I'm late to it. I know I am. Uh, it's just the funniest fucking song and it's Trey Lewis, and the song's called Dick Down in Dallas. Have you heard this song? Oh, wow. I don't think so. <laughs> she left me all alone in Montgomery's life. She's getting dick down in Dallas, real out and wrong. Tag teamed up in Tennessee. Getting dick down in Dallas. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty great. It's something. It's obviously not serious, but it's pretty fucking great. Yeah, it can't be. I mean, Although country music wouldn't shock me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Trey Lewis wow. wrote a hit. Yeah. I was on TikTok and I was watching this guy and the guy was like talking about how like every year you should go, you should fast for a couple of days just because like really good for you. Nah. Your boy did it for about fucking 18 hours, and I thought I was going to die. And I know that's so, like, champagne problems or whatever, and, like, the people who they're actually hungry people out there. But it was so hard to do. I had low blood sugar. I was walking around like a zombie after 18 hours. I couldn't do it. Thank you. Couldn't do it. You know, there's people out there, I have friends that do this often, that do, like, the intermittent fasting where you don't eat from, like, 8 p.m. to like two the next day. I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? I would, I couldn't do it. Couldn't function. You would not want to be around me. No, hangry. Mm-hmm. I get why dogs get so angry about their food. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. You got anything else? Uh, that's all I got. Is that it? I think so. All right. You got anything fun coming up? 
I will be at the Music City Grand Prix this weekend in Nashville if anyone's there. Holla. And then I have a gig up in Atlantic City on August 12th at the HQ2 Nightclub. Fun stuff. Well, um... Hope I'm getting some some of this at maybe at your wedding. You want to get dick down in my wedding? Yeah. She's getting dick down in <laughs> California. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this is fun. Excited to see you. Same. All right, Wife Tears. Uh, we love you. Love y'all. Be good. You know who would never get dick down in Dallas? Huh? The Mule Day Queen. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.